Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, July 11th. President Joe Biden's political woes just keep piling up, and it's starting to leave some Democrats really nervous about 2024. 2024 may sound like it is very far away, but as you know, the way that presidential election cycles occur in this country, that campaign is just a few months away from beginning. Basically, the day after the midterms, all the political oxygen is going to be consumed by 2024. So the fact that we're talking about it in July of 2022 should surprise no one. But there is this critical midterm election coming up first, and the president's current standing with the American people is dismal. I mean, there's just it's dismal. And this is presenting a huge problem for his party. Now, we have all seen that Polls do not always capture reality, so you have to take every individual poll with a grain of salt. But the totality of all the polling that you have seen in the last couple of months, it's all telling the same story. It's all directionally showing that Joe Biden is in a world of political hurt at the moment. The latest bit of polling evidence comes from the New York Times and Siena College, and it finds that President Biden's approval rating is at 33 percent, 33 percent. That is not a number that any Democrat on the ballot this fall wants to see. The other big headline out of this poll was that nearly two thirds of people who say they're going to participate in the 2024 Democratic nomination process, they don't want Joe Biden. They'd like to see someone else. We'll get to that in a little bit. But I think it's important to sort of look at what's driving the psyche of the American voter at the moment in terms of issues that are animating them and that are sort of giving Joe Biden that report card that he's getting from the American people. And it is clear the economy and inflation remain the driving force here. So in this New York Times and Siena College poll, 20% of voters say that the economy is the most important problem facing the country. Another 15% say inflation and the cost of living. After those two issues, you see a drop. 11% say the state of democracy and political divisions in the country is the most important issue. 10% citing gun policies and 5% saying abortion and women's rights. So let's take a look at some of those issues. What do people feel the most in terms of a hike in prices of inflation? Well, it's that pain at the pump that we have talked about. Here's the thing. Gas prices have actually been coming down. According to AAA, the national average for a regular gallon of gas has fallen to just over $4.68. That is now about 30 cents cheaper than a month ago when it was just shy of $5 a gallon. Now, it's still much higher than it was a year ago, but there's no doubt that that pain at the pump is lessening. It is going down. And in fact, recently, President Biden made sure to note that. Gas prices, still way too high, have fallen now 25 days in a row. We still have a lot of work to do, but I am suggesting we're making significant progress. Of course, it's not just gas. And so we are constantly on the lookout to see what other information and economic data is out there that suggests sort of if we have peaked on this inflation moment and coming down all across the board, or if there's still going to be concerns. So we're looking for this week, that critical consumer price report, whether that's going to tell us that inflation is actually still on the rise, if it is plateaued, if it's actually 
declining. And obviously, Russia's continued invasion of Ukraine still has a daily sort of impact on the global economy. So the fact that that is still raging is of concern to economists. Also in this poll, we again see overwhelmingly Americans think the country is headed in the wrong direction. By the way, that includes a whole bunch of Biden-supporting Democrats who thinks it's headed in the wrong direction because of things like a conservative Supreme Court ruling on Roe versus Wade. But it, it still creates an overall toxically sour mood that the electorate is in, which always spells trouble for the ruling party as people head to make their choices on the ballot. So another thing that President Biden is trying to convince Americans of is that he can actually make Washington and government work on their behalf. Today, he was touting that bipartisan gun control legislation that he signed into law recently after the massacre of schoolchildren in Uvalde, Texas. And he used it as an example to say that he can actually move things forward and bring people together in doing so. Make no mistake about it. This legislation is real progress, but more has to be done. The provision of this new legislation is going to save lives. And it's proof that today's politics, we can come together on a bipartisan basis to get, basis to get important things done, even on an issue as tough as guns. And this isn't just Joe Biden trying to win over the middle that came his way because of their antipathy to Trump back in 2020. This is Joe Biden also needing to sort of restore faith in the faithful, in Democrats. In this poll, he's down at about 70% approval rating among Democrats. And he is dealing with this frustrated liberal progressive base. We've discussed extensively how many progressives expressed real concern about how this White House, this administration, responded to the Dobbs ruling that overturned Roe v. Wade. This White House also says there's a limit to how much guff they're willing to take from their own base. White House Communications Director Kate Bedingfield over the weekend provided a quote to The Washington Post that said, quote, Joe Biden's goal in responding to Dobbs is not to satisfy some activists who have been consistently out of step with the mainstream of the Democratic Party. She went on to say it's to deliver help to women who are in danger and assemble a broad based coalition to defend a woman's right to choose now just as he assembled such a coalition to win during the 2020 campaign. So a little reminder that Joe Biden was seen as not progressive enough in that 2020 Democratic primary. Lots of people ran to his left, and yet he was the one that emerged the winner. But I'll repeat something I said at the top. If you've got two-thirds of Democrats saying they want someone else, well, the question is, who is that someone else? I urge you to go to CNN.com slash politics. Check out my colleague Isaac Dovier's reporting about all the likely 2024 Democrats that could possibly come out of the woodwork to either challenge Joe Biden or should he not run, make a run themselves for the White House. None of them, none of them, from folks like Pete Buttigieg and Bernie Sanders to newcomers like Governor Jared Polis in Colorado or Gavin Newsom in California, none of them are willing to say at this point that they're going to challenge their party's incumbent president for the 2024 nomination. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.